deal for us is first of all understanding what that means mm -hmm. <coughs> okay and and being able to convey what submission is mm -hmm. um i know that sometimes that you know that becomes a fight and you know you might say well why are you starting right there well because when you remember how much you love him mm -hmm. you start with that reminiscing and i'm going to explain what biblical submission is mm -hmm. however when you understand what that is then you don't have a problem with that you don't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. And essentially, you know, let's think about how we do when we drive a car. When you're driving a car, you have stop lights, you have yield lights, you know, you have lights to tell you to go, you have stop signs, you have yield signs, you know. And essentially, that's really what submission is. It's a yielding. Mm -hmm. It's yielding. It's giving somebody else the right away. I'm not telling you that you have to not be you. I'm not telling That's you right. that you have to, you know, I just got to give my whole life. I can have no opinion about it. No, honey, that's not what we're saying. And that's not what biblical submission is. Because when you're reading the scripture, you'll find that right above wives submit to your husbands is submit yourselves to one another in love. So it's a mutual submission, yielding to each other, deference for one another, not, you know, abusing each other and understanding that marriage is not just about me, it's about us. That's right. And so that's the hard part is really, you know, really taking that time to become one. Now, let me let me just see just by a show of hands, how difficult has it been or is it still for you to become one? With somebody else with a different opinion, with their own way of doing things, with their way of how they feel you should do what you do. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, 20, almost 29 years, it's still difficult. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because I still have my own opinion about how I do things or how I want to do things. And my husband still has his own opinion about how things should be done or whatever, whatever. And so, um, one of the things I want to start us off with today is, um, how many of you have children? Oh, this is wonderful. So everybody can identify. You know, um, how many of you remember when your, your children were babies and, you know, coming home from the hospital and the first thing you deal with is that crying baby in the middle of the night, crying baby, you know, um, um, during the day, crying baby, you know, why does a baby cry? They want attention. They need something. And so we want to talk about the crying baby. Because sometimes in our marriages, mm -hmm. we are the crying baby. Mm -hmm. Or your husband could be the crying baby. Why is the baby crying? Because there are needs mm -hmm. that we have or he may have that are not being met. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm using that analogy of a you know of crying, but the crying I'm talking about is it could be conflict, right, right. it could be misunderstandings, right. it could be, you know, um, and I know for myself a lot of times I'm just busy. You know, I'm doing 9,000 things, you know, and he'll just come and stand in the room that I'm sitting, you know, I'm sitting and he's just like sitting. I'm like, well, what? What do you want? You know what I'm saying? Come on, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you just have to stop because the baby's crying. And you don't ignore that crying baby. That would be what? Neglect. So we have to be mindful even in our relationships that you don't just let the baby cry. You know, and so since your husband's not here, I can't talk to him, but I can talk to you. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to learn how to address those unmet needs. And and sometimes for us, what we do is we'll know that there's something that we need to address, and maybe we're PMSing that day, or we're uh, what's the other word? 
um, menopause. Thank you. You're going through your menopause, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So you're not feeling like dealing with no crying baby. But guess what? You made this commitment to whether the baby is dry, whether the baby needs to be fed, whether it's nap time and it's your time. You still made a commitment for this baby. So you have to tend to this crying baby. You have to make sure that you tend to this relationship that you committed to. You know, and I know that, like, um, you know, and we all have our own baggage, whatever that might be. You know what I'm saying? And then we deal with issues with, like what I was, I was saying before about um, maybe, you know, that's one of the things that, the first things that your husband learned was why I submit to your husband's, you know, and he wasn't thinking about what, what, what the scripture says about husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it you know like that undying love like I would put myself on the chopping block for you kind of love you know what I'm saying and maybe he hasn't learned that you know and, and what we have to learn how to do as women um, um, is not always be so hard about well this is what I want you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to do what I want or, you know what I'm saying? You know, or always got to be in control. Always got to be the one that's coming with the, you know, at, with the advice. You know what I'm saying? Or always nagging. Because sometimes our crying mm -hmm. is in the form of nagging. Mm -hmm. Hello? Mm -hmm. You know, or we go off. You know, we'll offset the entire atmosphere of the house. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we're yelling at the top of our lungs, or you know, right? Or we shut down, and you don't want to talk. Come on, that's right. Or, or, or you know, it's bedtime, but I'm sleeping with my back to you, bro. Okay, and I'm turning the air on forty. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> Get your own blanket. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to learn how to not do that. You know? And, and the problem is communication. That's right. That's right. The problem is communication. It is. And if we would talk about what's bothering us, we don't have to turn the air all the way down. Come on. If we would express without yelling to the top of our lungs or catching an attitude, why is it that you can go into a business environment and you can be articulate, you can be calm, you know what I'm saying? You can put your words together and everything and make sure that you get the, the outcome that you need. But when we are in our relationships, we don't know how to maintain and control our tempers here. We don't know how to how to how to control our our attitudes, you know, and because our emotions are always running so high. Because well, I already told you that, you know. Well, right, and I want you to know you don't aggravate me because of that. You know what I'm saying? And so because I'm aggravated with you, I want you to know I'm aggravated with you. How many times have you been on your job and your your, your boss aggravated you? Did you go up on your boss? No, because you need that job. You might have an attitude. You might have a way that you present it. But you you exercise some measure of control. That's and we have got to, we've got to have, because these are people we love at home. So if you love, you love your husband, how could you not maintain and say what you need to say? And I know that, you know, especially... Um, those of us that have been married for, you know, any length of time, you have conflicts. Mm -hmm. Some of them are worse than others, you know. And I know for my husband and I, we've been separated multiple times. Almost 29 years. Bye. 
Oh, you don't like? Oh, I don't like? Where's my bags? You know, and, and there was one point in my life where that's how I handled everything. You know what I'm saying? And I have four kids. It was nothing for me to pack all my children in a car. Okay, my husband's military at the time. See you. I don't care about no military housing. We out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's your car? No, honey, it's my car. I'm taking it. You understand what I'm saying? Without no care of what that leaving is doing to the person that you leave. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now I'm talking about when I was like in my early 20s. Right. I was out of control. <laughs> I was out of control, out of control. You know, but we have got to learn how to communicate. Mm-hmm. We've got to learn how to articulate, you know, um, some of the things that we're dealing with. And I want to, I want to um, give you guys a couple of points, and, and I want to hear from you on how you handle some of these things, okay? And so I was, you know, doing some research on some of the common hot-button issues that we deal with in marriage. I know what my hot-button issues are. You know, we all know what our issues are, but there are 10 most common hot-button issues that almost every marriage deals with at least one or two Mm -hmm. okay number one at the top of the totem pole is finances Mm -hmm. arguing about (laughs) money how we gonna spend the money how we're not gonna spend the money you spend too much money (laughs) you don't give me enough money (laughs) you know what I'm saying some kind of way finances are an issue and come into play okay now some of you have your CD how you fight Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we got a couple up here. The issue is not whether you're going to fight. Because you're going to fight about these, some right. of these things. Right. But you got to learn how to fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yes, you may have days where you have knocked down drag outs. Mm-hmm. But you committed to fight for this. That's mm-hmm. right. And so you have to figure out a better strategy to fight for this. Because hollering at the top of your lungs is not gonna be it's not gonna it's not gonna bring you any solvency. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? Packing your bags and leaving, you might be, you know, that might help you out for a minute, but the reality <coughs> is you separated. Yeah, Y'all wanna right. be together. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, sleeping on the other side of the bed and turning the air down, you might feel good in yourself, like I got you now. You know what I'm saying? But listen to me, you're gonna have your own personal heat going on and you're gonna be sorry about that after a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. We'll talk about sexual issues in a minute. Because we didn't get there yet. Yeah. Okay? Some of the other issues are um, communication. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Intimacy. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. How hard is it for you to forgive? Mm-hmm. Isn't it something that it's easier to forgive people who are really not close to you? Mm-hmm. But our spouses, who we are close to, we may not say that we're holding a grudge, but the moment they do one thing, you start thinking about, well, I remember when you, you ever had a disagreement with your husband and you brought up something he did five years ago that had absolutely nothing to do with, we're not even talking about that. Now, exactly, exactly. You know, and so we got to be able to let go. Mm-hmm. 
Forgiveness is like now. How would you feel if God dealt with you like that? Oh God, we would all miss it. I'm being real. We would all miss it if God dealt with us with the way we deal with our relationships. And I would say why I am talking. God has dealt with me because mm-hmm. my husband done something one time. Good God Almighty! Mm-hmm. I turned plum redder than this sin pillow. <laughs> and I was ready, almost ready to fight because uh-huh. I fought it before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to be a mean something. Wow. God has changed a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I, and and I, God said it immediately, right? Then, why are you lying? I said, oh God, not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did because I'm like. God don't, is not pleased with any kind of sin. Right. Sin is just sin. Right. So when he asked me where I was lying, I checked myself right. quick. Right. He said, your husband just walked up to you. And he said, and it is your, I, I'm fine. Right. And that is I a told lie. him, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit said, why are you lying? Right. I said, oh, God, not me. Right. He said, yes, you. He said, your husband just asked you. Was you all right? Now, let, let me address that real quick. Mm-hmm. Why does God, and this is honestly, I've, had, I've asked myself this, mm-hmm. and I, I've, I've, this is something that I practice doing now. Mm-hmm. God should not have to speak to me about how yeah. I'm handling my, my husband. husband. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Because mm-hmm. your conscience, mm-hmm. and before you open your mouth, you already know. Mm-hmm. Why does the Holy Ghost got to deal with you about yes. stuff that, you know what I'm saying, you know, you know the difference between right and wrong. You're not going to walk into the court and lie because it's called perjury. You're going to jail. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm saying that because that was something that, you know what I'm saying, I had to deal with with myself. Why do God have to deal with you about certain stuff? You, and it, it comes to the point where because you are, you've grown in your relationship and you've grown in, you know, as a believer. That there's just a way that you have developed a constitution about how you're going to handle your relationship with your husband. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you govern yourself accordingly. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's mm-hmm. right. That's the reality. So let me finish this real quick. And then um, if anybody else have anything else to add, if you want to finish, right. you can. All right? So then uh, we said communication, finances, mm-hmm. forgiveness, respect, mm-hmm. trust. Mm-hmm. Trust. Can you trust your spouse? Okay, mm-hmm. have they done things to break your trust? Mm-hmm. Have you held that over their head, or have you allowed them to redevelop that trust again? Okay, then there is also um, intimacy issues, mm-hmm. goals, because you should have goals for your marriage. If you don't have any goals before we leave here today, we need to sit down and develop some goals mm-hmm. for your marriage. What you felt about your marriage as a young person or maybe when you first got married, you know what I'm saying? You know, you sh- those should not be those same goals unless you have not accomplished those things. And if you've never set goals for your relationship, you need to. You need to. Because that's what is going to push you to become the wife, that the kind of wife that your husband needs and the kind of wife that you desire to be. Is by setting a goal. Now, I don't know about any of y'all, but when I set a goal, it bothers me if I do not accomplish it. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure I accomplish that thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I compete with myself. <laughs> okay? You ain't do that. What quarter is this? You know what I'm saying? So you got to make sure you, you set goals for yourself. All right? And then teamwork. Understanding that your marriage is a team. Y'all are doing this together. One of you can't do it. And I think, you know, 
that's a part of frustration for a lot of wives. Is a lot of times wives feel like they're doing stuff themselves. They're carrying the bulk of a lot of responsibility or, you know, um, standing in a place as, as a wife that you feel that your husband should be standing in. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to things like taking the lead. You know, um, I know a lot of wives get frustrated about that. And, you know, why can't you just be the man? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to be mindful of how you say that. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's because right. that can emasculate him. That's right. Come on. Mm -hmm. So while you're telling him to be the man, you got to stop being the man. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Amen. All right. And I believe the last thing, okay, two, I think self-esteem, because I'm not counting on, I'm, I'm just reading. Self-esteem is an issue. How do you feel about yourself as a wife? You know what I'm saying? Because if you feel bad about yourself, you're not going to be able to give the best of yourself to your husband. You're just not going to be able to because you don't feel like you can. You can't give the best of yourself to yourself. So you won't be able to give the best of yourself to your husband. Okay? Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is dating. Don't forget to date. Mm -hmm. You need a date. Okay? I do too. I enjoy. Because it makes you feel like, you know what I'm saying? It makes you, you still feel like you're wanted in this relationship. Like, bruh, you used to take me out. What's up? You know what I'm saying? You know, and I don't even mind if I got to pay sometimes. Let's just go out. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Do anything. I know this. Right. You know, I mean, I have, and my husband and I have different tastes in, in, in movies, television. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And still, I will sometimes go to a movie that's not my choice because I want to be with him. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy his company because the man is out of his mind. He's crazy. He cracks me up. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody that makes me laugh like this man makes me laugh. You know what I'm saying? He'll come around and do dumb stuff and I will be hollering. I enjoy his company. You know what I'm saying? Just when he's talking about sports, he drives up the wall. But how be ever? You know what I'm saying? I still listen to that just so I can hear him talk. I want to hear you say something. You know what I mean? And so you have to take the time, put your time in with your relationship with your husband. Remember why you married this man. What was it that drove you to just say, forget about what other people say? Because some of us didn't get married under the best circumstances. I don't know about you, but I mean, I went through hell to marry this man. Everybody didn't want us to get married. Okay? They did not. And when I tell you we had a fight, you know, and, and to see someone who... Even though his family gave him hell, he still married me anyway. Come on here, somebody. I won. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting for this thing because I won. You understand what I'm saying? You know, and so you have to think of all of these things. And honestly, y'all should have been taking notes on those things because you need to look at where you are with your communication. You need to look at where you are with your intimacy with your husband. How much time do you spend telling him how you feel? Or listening to how he feels. You know what I'm saying? Do you know how he feels about certain things? You know? And the reality is, a lot of times men don't talk about a lot of things. So, you know, and I know you used to say, uh, men are like clams and women are like crowbars. I don't know if you ever read that, but that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, because a lot of times men don't open up and share 
a lot of things. They'll just carry it. You know what I mean? And so we tend to try to, you know, make them talk. But the reality is, is that if you learn how to let him know that he is safe with you, he will tell you what you want to hear and what you need to hear. He will be able to confide those things in you. And I, and I often tell women, you know, we always talk about Delilah. This is a big deal to me. You know, we think, oh, Delilah, that heifer, you know what I'm saying? She's seducer, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm going to tell you what Delilah did that sometimes we stop doing. She let Samuel put, she let, um, she let, um, Right, she let him let Samson lay his head in her lap, and she stroked him, and she listened to his complaints, and she listened to what it was bothering him, just so that she could get the information she wanted. Can I give you a quick sidebar? You could get what you want. <laughs> Come on. And I'm not talking about being manipulative. I'm not and, and, and here's the thing God has gifted you. But you got to learn how to use what you got and use it for good. You understand what I'm saying? So there's some, some stuff we need to learn from Delilah because we stopped doing that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, once upon a time, I'm just like, come on over here, baby. Come on over here. 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 We do all of that. You know, and then as time progresses, because we get aggravated with each other, or sometimes we'll look at our husband and all we can see is that last argument we had, you know, or we'll look at the fact that you didn't put the toilet seat down. Mm -hmm. You didn't wipe the water down off the sink that you splashed all over the place. You left the pot on the stove. You won't sweep the floor. You didn't, why you didn't take the trash out? All I need you to do is take out the garbage. God, you know what I'm saying? And we look at all the things that he's not doing. And we forget how much he really does need us. You know what I'm saying? To let him lay his head in our lap. To be able to share with him, with us, you know, whatever it is that is bothering him or whatever it is. You got to bring that intimacy back to your relationship. And sometimes the problem with us being able to do that is because we have not forgiven, you know, past offenses. And when you learn how to let go of those past offenses, you'll be able to open the door to intimacy. Because unforgiveness is, is really what's blocking that. You know what I'm saying? Holding on to something that has happened previously. You know, and especially when you've been married a long time. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things are going to happen. 32 years? A lot of things. 28 and a half years? A lot of things can happen. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and my husband and I have been through issues with infidelity. So when we talk about trust, I had to learn how to trust him again because I didn't trust him. You know, and, so, and and we have the tendency of like, well, I'm the good one in the marriage. You did all this evil stuff to me, bruh. You know, no, because you being nasty is no different. You holding a grudge and withholding yourself from him is no different. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, and, and, and an offense is an offense in your marriage period. That's right. And, and it doesn't matter what the offense is. An offense is an offense. Because that, whatever he has done, may have broken you. But what are you doing to break him? Mm -hmm. What are you doing, you know what I'm saying, that is 
making him feel like you're not the you're not the wife that I, what I, we talked about what I needed. What happened to you? Why she's not here anymore? And so you have to come back and evaluate those things. You know what I'm saying? So I want to hear from you, ladies. Um, and of these these ten things that we share, well, your goals, self-esteem, communication, finances, intimacy, forgiveness, respect, teamwork, trust, dating. What have been some of the issues that you have faced regarding these things? And I want us to share how did you get through it. So I need the problem and then the solution. Um, my problem was our finances mm -hmm. first. Um, I was raised in the house with my mom. Mm -hmm. My dad was around, but my mother raised us. Mm -hmm. And my mother raised us to, she said, she was four girls. She said, if you respect yourself, you man respect out of others. Mm -hmm. I watched my mother work. Mm -hmm. I watched my mother took care of four girls. Wow. And my younger sister is six years older than me, and the rest of us is like maybe two years apart. So I had two mm -hmm. older sisters, and I had a younger sister. So all I knew was <coughs> my mother worked. She took care of herself. She didn't go out with everything open. We come. This was back. I was born in '52, mm -hmm. and they had the window pane stockings and all this kind of stuff. My we Lord, can, we can wear that, mm -hmm. but we had to wear that respectfully, right? Even back then. So I learned how to respect myself coming up. When I met my husband, he come from a different breed of family. Mm -hmm. But when my son introduced me to him, it was just something about him. I never smoked, I never drank. My ex-husband never smoked a drink. He smoked and drank. And <laughs> what is it about this man doing? Everything I don't do, you know. So one day he was getting ready to leave my girlfriend's house and <clears throat> boldness jumped up in me. I said, where you going? <laughs> he said, nowhere if you don't want me to. I said, well, have a seat. So this is after we had met each other and had been around each other for a mm -hmm. while. I never forget he had on a cream color short set, red shoe, and a red hat. And the hat turned right there. It was a good looking man, even to the baby. So you can't go nowhere. So his his the way he was brought up in his house, his dad had Many of children. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when I say many, when his father died, it was 27 kids on the obituary, but they were apologizing for the rest of the names that they didn't know of. Mm -hmm. So when wow. I started finding all that out, I started looking at what, let me see what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's this bloodline. But my husband at the time had children too, mm -hmm. and only had three. Mm -hmm. And I had two. So he would take his money and did whatever he would. He, we married. Mm -hmm. I was responsible for my household because I was the mother in the house raising two kids. So like most, I'm independent. Right. I'm going to make right. sure my, if my rent due on mm -hmm. so-and-so is going to get paid. And marrying, I took that into my marriage with mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. I, even though I worked, I made sure the rent was paid and everything, and all of a sudden, where's his money at? <laughs> you know, I'm still doing all of this. He's going to make sure something was eaten to eat yeah. now, but where's his money at? Mm -hmm. So I just said, okay, so we're going to have to start doing this here. You're going to have to start bringing your money. We're going to have to put our money on this table mm -hmm. and start dividing the money. My husband didn't know how to write a check. You don't wow. to this day. He, he didn't know how to use a car or nothing. They, his family never taught him wow. anything like that. 
So it was like, he didn't know he was supposed to do this mm-hmm. here because his dad never done it. Mm-hmm. So about about six years into our marriage, because the five years I was letting him get away with something, that six years, mm-hmm. homeboy, come in, mm-hmm. we got to talk. <laughs> you know, so now here's my right hand in front of all you ladies. My husband's check goes in, my mm-hmm. account. Mm-hmm. He has an account, mm-hmm. but he puts it in, my account. Mm-hmm. I make sure all the bills is paid. Two days a week, he does other work and he get money, you know, mm-hmm. cash money. He keeps that. He never asked me, and I wouldn't see him like he never asked me a moment of word about nothing. Wow. Because yeah. he know his home is yeah. gonna be there, yes. his bills are taken yes. care of, and we we owe nothing right now but a house payment. Thank we you, owe. Jesus. I make sure we, mm-hmm. we, you know, because he's retired now, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I can retire at my age now, but I want to keep working so. I want to work to have a little bit more and to travel a little yes. bit more and to do everything, but everything is paid off had I left it alone mm-hmm. and done it that way. I would still been trying to mm-hmm. kibbles and bits yes. here and kibbles and bits there. My bill come in and it say $32.03. Three I ain't going to send $30. I want to send $32.03. Uh-huh. Because yes. yes. when my other bill come, I don't want no real mm-hmm. charge. I don't That's want right. a late charge on it. I don't right. want all that. You get through with all them late charges, just another bill. That's yes. right. So That's just right. go ahead and pay. And I told him that if you pay all your bills, whatever you're looking at in your account, you know you can do what you want to do. That's right. So he said, well, Dean, how do you do that? Show me how you do that. I took him to the computer. I said, I go up here to bill pay. Mm -hmm. And everything we owe, Mm -hmm. but when my check hit the bank, they take it. Mm -hmm. What I see sitting over here is ours. Mm -hmm. I just went to bill pay. My husband washed. He cleans. He cooks. My mother told me, like I said, this was my second marriage. I just call mom. That man, that washing my clothes. The other mom said, "Girl, you better not stop him from doing." Come on, what that's right. Mm-hmm. And he liked to fish. I don't like fishing. Not mom said, "You better get to spray mm-hmm. yourself down, go out there, and sit on that that's fishing right. bank with him." That's you know, right. my mom used to have to that's tell right. me this when I said to Mary. Good mom. Uh huh. Because I was a military person right. at first, so I sprayed myself down, go out there, sit and take the fish sitting up there, <laughs> you know, fanning and looking at her. <laughs> To this day right here, I have F, and I'm not lying, I wouldn't lie to y'all. I had absolutely if if the first come up in my house is me, like she said, why you like that toilet seat down there? <laughs> something something minute like that, something silly like that. But the past I have to say as my husband and I grew older, yeah. It wasn't a one sided thing, but we chose to sleep in different bedrooms. Mm-hmm. We come together. Right, right. But we chose to sleep mm-hmm. in different bedrooms. Mm-hmm. One for his ailments, and I have ailments, and mm-hmm. then this two is just like we have. We got a California queen bed in our room. None. We don't sleep in our room now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That room don't get slept in. It's the other two bedrooms mm-hmm. in the house. It's, the, it's the playroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know. I don't know how they came in. I really don't mm-hmm. know how it come. I don't know if somebody was sick, because if one of us had a cold, we never slept in the bed with the other mm-hmm. person. So I don't know if one of us had a cold, and the other one, our bedroom's on that side, and the other two is over here. So I don't know, because we sleep in the other bedroom, so we can uh-huh. be closer to mm-hmm. that person. Mm-hmm. And I believe it just stayed like that, but we had no problem with it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, we yeah. really no problem with that. Yeah. We have a schnauzer, just us and a schnauzer. <laughs> I was telling the lady, my schnauzer is getting old, older now. And he, Peter Pan to get up and he'll just walk in the middle his of the floor. His name Peter like, Pan. <laughs> and he'll just walk in the middle of the floor with his head up like this. He, he, I mean, he going nowhere. But them legs and I mean, paws are just going. Then he'll turn around and go get on, on his little bed. And I tell my, I said, I told you this dog got Alzheimer's. You need to take him somewhere. You need to take him somewhere. You know, and he looked at me that day and he said, they don't bother him. He getting old like us. I thought I was just <laughs> He was a little thing and he we watched he watched us grow and we watched him grow. Yes. I watched my husband grow up, but he was a, the special one out of his mm-hmm. out of them clans. She yeah. can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a slew of them kids. Yeah. But my husband was a special one out of the clan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean gives me no kind of trouble about nothing. Yeah. Um, we, you know, our children, not, none of the kids is at home. When his children, his daughter didn't have any place to stay, I couldn't look in my husband's face when we, when we married, we had my boys at home and tell him his daughter come on, and come stay yeah, in that's my house. Right. That's right. I, she had seven kids. I said, her and a couple of kids can come. But we can have us. She said, I You know, we can have all seven because yeah. she yeah. had some other yeah. yeah. So I brought her yeah. into the home. That's and family that yes. helped me yeah. help out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some right there and yeah. some right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she came into the house, but when they started tearing up my house. Yeah, they that's had a different story. Yeah. You know, they yeah. had to go. And he was okay with it because yeah. he started seeing things getting destroyed. Yes. You know, and I told that her him, but I said, because that, I said, we can't, we got to let her know. You can't let your kids tell yourself. You out here working, Bianca. Yes. You can't let mm-hmm. them tell yourself. Yes. Yes. You know, and if she wasn't taught that. Right. Yeah. She didn't know how to teach her kids that coming That's up. Right. And then when she came in my house, I want her when she left, I want her to leave on a good note with me. Mm-hmm. So we had to hurry up and get her out of there yeah. before. So things were so good. Yes. Yes. That's That's right. Right. That's finances was That's mine. Right. Finance, right. But when we when I find when I finally decided you married, girl, you married. You ain't got to do this all on mm-hmm. your own. Mm-hmm. You're a married woman yes. now. So yes. that six year of my marriage is I just said, come here. We need to sit here and talk yes. about this here. That's all he was waiting on because he didn't know. Yes. And see, I didn't know he didn't know. Right. You know, and I'm doing it by step. Always and frustrated. Mm-hmm. Always for not communicating. Always right. mm-hmm. I get on the phone with my mom. I love, but I ain't gonna talk to nobody about my husband. Right. Come on, me about that's my right. Love. That's right. But not come to me about my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would talk to my mama, you know, yeah, and she yes. she listen, she said, What you do? You know, my mom was that kind of my mom was looking at if I'm telling you about this boy, yeah. <laughs> she said, Cause I raised you and I know your mama. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Mama's will. Oh, yes. So she Yes. I, I wanna address two things that you said because I thought it was very, very good. And 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 um I think it's important that we understand that. And that's gender roles. Because we think that because he's the man, that he has to be the one to handle all the finances. Mm-hmm. And really what it what the answer to that is, is who is the best one to yeah, handle that's it? Right. That's right. If you are the right. one that has a better mm-hmm. grasp of mm-hmm. financing and business, mm-hmm. then if that's going to help your family, then you should be the one doing mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? If he's the one who likes to spend money, mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Or he's the one that likes to, you know, he don't know how to balance a checkbook. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That it behooves you for y'all to sit down and communicate about those finances, two of them hot button issues mm -hmm. together, bring them together, mm -hmm. and you need to address that. Listen, let me help. I just want to take the load off. You know what I'm saying? And if that means that I can do this and then you don't have to worry about it, I can show you what, if you worry about where the money going, I can show you where it's going. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's something that we have to be mindful of. And while you were talking, while you were talking, I thought of uh, Proverbs 31 and 11. And I know sometimes I'm like, oh my God, the Proverbs 31 yeah. woman. But something that you said when you, when you said that your husband have not, you know, he doesn't give you no problems about it. And you know what I'm saying? And you know, he knows that everything is taken mm -hmm. care of. And that made me think of Proverbs mm -hmm. 31 and 11. And it says that the heart of her husband trusts in her. Mm -hmm. Your husband should be able to trust because mm -hmm. he knows that you got it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the reality is he looks to be able to receive that from you. Mm -hmm. Just like you look to be able to receive certain oh, yeah. things from him mm -hmm. as well. Oh, yeah. You know? So if you're the best person for that particular thing in your house, That's you know right. what I'm saying? You know, you can't let what somebody else thinks about how what works in your house. That's right. Because even though we're sharing things here, that does not mean that there's one prescribed way to make your marriage work. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. And what might work and and um you know in Melinda's house may not work in the next house. So you gotta find the formula that works for you. Now what you were talking about about sleeping in separate beds, I think that that happens the older you get. You know what I'm saying? You just be like, bruh, you snore, bruh. You know. And I have a, I have an extra room, and I spend a lot of nights in that extra room. Why? Because I like to stay up all night. My husband goes to sleep. He sleeps with a CPAP machine. That thing is loud. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and ain't no wrong with going into the playroom. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? What works for you? That's right. But don't you stay in your space and neglect him. You know what I'm saying? And you know when he start talking about he wants something, he ain't even got to say it. <laughs> he bumping into your purpose. Bumping into your own purpose. Right! Being super nice. Reaching for stuff like you trying to pick fruit off the tree. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Submission, sanctuary, and seduction. So we already dealt with submission. Okay. 
So, um, who else? Give me one more person that's going to talk about one of these hot button issues so that we can, you know, come on. What is well, this? Go. Okay, I, I can come. Go ahead. Mine was, mm, I got fooled. I don't know. <laughs> 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 oh, Mine was, my biggest struggle was mm -hmm. after my boys passed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because God is forever first in my life. Yes. But my boys was, I still are my world. Mm -hmm. So when they left, I felt like me and my husband had to get to know each other again. And you did, yes. There mm -hmm. was, it's like we were lost in the sauce. Mm -hmm. um, and I realized that my whole world was so focused on the boys mm -hmm. that we had forgot about each other. Yes. And so then we began to, well, I'm saying me, felt like I was left out because I didn't feel like he was sensitive enough to me, mm -hmm. caring enough, mm -hmm. understanding enough, right. um, considerate enough. Okay. And I love my husband. Yes. Um, like Dean, we come from two different sides of the track. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband, mother, single parent, like they mm -hmm. work three jobs, yeah. you know. And I came from a house that my mama was a nurse, my daddy had his own business, so we didn't want it for nothing. Right. If there was trouble in the house, we know nothing about it, mm -hmm. you know. And so the struggles and the financial aspects were different from, from, from me and for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we had to get to a place where I began, to, we had to get to know each other again. And some of the things, the way he made me feel, and God really just delivered me here lately, mm -hmm. was resentment that was in my heart. <clears throat> Wow. that developed because of the things that I felt like he could have done, should have done, and didn't do. So I had to ask God to help me yes. to overcome mm -hmm. because I had gotten to the place and I told Cassandra that I, I could talk to her. I said I got to the place 38 years later that I love my husband but I felt like I wasn't in love with my husband right. anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I had to ask God, God when I go to God, I don't ask God, I don't go to him about my husband. Uh-huh. I go to God for me. Uh-huh. God I need you to help me. Yes. Because now I got resentment in my heart. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Sometimes I get tired of um being the one that has to initiate. Yes. 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 I mean I'm the one, like David said, and he was checking a bank and I Pay the bills, I handle everything. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I want him to say, Let's go here. Yes. Anywhere I want to go, yes. he goes. Uh -huh. He goes. If I say, Let's go here, he'll go. But I want him to say sometimes, Baby, let's go here. Right. Initiate. Initiate. Yes. And I was telling a story. We, we had went somewhere and we had to get some ice because our ice maker had broke. So we went to go get some. So we went home. He said, Oh, I forgot to get the ice. And he said, You want to ride get some ice? And I'm like,
stupid. <laughs> 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 go get a bag of ice. But for him to initiate, to say, do you want to ride with me to go get some Huge. That was like, we were going to California to Yes, yes. And so I've had to ask God, and, and God has promoted me in other aspects in the ministry. Yes. But I need God to, and, and God just turned my heart back into flesh. Mm -hmm. I can be honest, he yes. did. Yes. God had to deliver me mm -hmm. because I couldn't feel for, for him anymore. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mistreat him. Right. But sometimes I wanted no bother mm -hmm. because it was too much. Yes. Yes. It was too much. Mm -hmm. Because the things that I was saying, and we would talk. Mm -hmm. And I would tell him and express to him how I feel about things. Yeah. And it would good, be good for a minute. Mm -hmm. And it go right back to the same way. Mm -hmm. But I can't. Uh, and then God said, you can't change him. Mm -hmm. Whenever you get out of the way. Yes. Yes. And let me handle this. Yes. Then I would change him. Yes. So I learned how to back up. Because children's mouth can be flipped sometimes. Come on. I can, boy, I promise you. This, uh-uh. No. <laughs> you know, I, I packed my bag so many times in my mind, mm -hmm. but I'm not going nowhere. Right. I'm in this thing for the long haul. Right. It ain't been easy, but the good times have overwhelmed the bad times. Mm -hmm. But I'm just trying to show him, and then because he has a pacemaker, mm -hmm. he has allowed that to put him in a place. And I understand that uh -huh. I've never had a pacemaker, so I don't know how it feels to have a pacemaker. Mm -hmm. But I do know people live with pacemakers every day. Yes. So don't allow everything the doctor tell you to put you in a place where you limited yourself. I mean, Jackie has a pacemaker, mm -hmm. and she's everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think he, lets, he allows it to cripple him. Mm -hmm. And he goes to work and come home. And I feel like I'm suffocated sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I try to persevere. So my solution was to shut your mouth. And I'm learning that. Put my ear closer to God's mouth and let him teach me mm -hmm. on how to handle it. Because when I try to do it, I make a mistake. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you break a man down, come on, you're gonna have to be the one to build him back up. That's right. And and you know, when we first got married, I dealt with um, mental, mental, not mental illness, mm -hmm. mental struggles mm -hmm. because of depression, oppression. So when we first got married, it was like, I was trying, I was fighting for my life. Yes. I was fighting for my mind. I was fighting to be whole. And I think at the beginning, it kind of took him to a place that he didn't understand what I was going through. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't quite un explain it to him. Only like I could tell you, just be there for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? So we had to get past that part. Now we're good now, you know, we sit back and we talk about it sometimes, but it was hard when we first got married because I didn't like me, love me, mm -hmm. and so I couldn't love him. Right, right. right. So I think sometimes that might be a factor why he's not so initiative, mm -hmm. because he still holds on yeah. to some of the things from the beginning. Yeah. So we sit down and we tell him, you know, Lynn, I'm sorry. For what I've done, but I was trying to find me. Yes, I was trying to live. Yeah, I was fighting for for my mind. Mm -hmm. You know, so we talked about it, and he understand it better now. You know, so it's just hard. But I, you know, I tell God, thank you for for deliverance, mm -hmm. because now I can feel again, and I can love again, mm -hmm. and I can love him again. Right. So my prayer is for me, God, 
help me to fall back in love with you. Yes. You know, because I want I want to love my husband. Yes. I want to be back back in love with him. Yes. You know, and and, and I do. Well, I want to say something about that really quickly um, because that's common. Mm -hmm. And really being able to address some things that we feel um, that's not my, that's not going to happen to me. You know, um, I'm trying to do 90 things at the same time. Always multitasking. So, you know, we, we don't feel that these are things. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.